The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, it's Tuesday Good News Day, and you know what that means. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, September 7th, 2021. Tuesday of the 23rd week in Ordinary Time in the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle 1. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. Our saint today is St. Cloud. Now on the death of Clovis, king of the Franks, in the year 511, his kingdom was divided between his four sons. The second was Clodomir. Thirteen years later, he was killed, fighting against his cousin Gondomar, leaving three sons to share his dominions. The youngest of these sons of Clodomir was St. Clodoald, a name more familiar under its French form of Clude or Cloud. When Cloud was eight years old, his uncle plotted with his brother to get rid of the boys and divide their kingdom. Cloud escaped and was taken for safety. Now, Cloud made no attempt to recover his kingdom. When he came of age, he put himself under the discipline of St. Severinus, a recluse who lived near Paris. St. Cloud was untiring in his practicing of instructing the people of the neighboring country. He ended his days about the year 560, when he was some 36 years old. St. Cloud is the patron against carbuncles, the patron of nail makers, and of the Diocese of St. Cloud, Minnesota. St. Cloud, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that we will all make courageous choices for a simple and environmentally sustainable lifestyle, rejoicing in our young people who are resolutely committed to this. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. A couple of years ago, I was quite amused by what was called at that time the Dating Project. There's an American professor who took that initiative to encourage young people to date for real, because for her, people don't date anymore. So she wanted people to meet physically and spend some time getting to know one another. And so what was amusing was the conditions she put for her students. First of all, the time you would spend with your date would be one and a half hours, and the place would have to be a public place, maybe a cafe, a restaurant, some public place, and then no alcohol, so only soft drinks, 
and then you're not meant to ask more than 10 questions so that it doesn't look like a detective story. And the lots of people, lots of young people took the challenge and the most interesting part was the feedback. Lots of them got invited back by their dates. So they're the ones who invited them for another appointment. And so it was quite amusing. And, and, and most of them actually said that it was quite revealing for them because it was like the first time they were actually dating. They were trying to get someone better. But in today's gospel, we see Jesus spending time the whole night, in fact, in prayer to his father. He spends the whole night. I don't know whether you have ever spent more than 10 minutes of, of time with God, or I, would, I wouldn't spend the whole night. So I've never spent a whole night in prayer. That's what Jesus does. And you ask yourself, what are they talking about? Jesus, what are you talking about to your father? You know your father very well. The father knows you very well. At least that is what comes out in the gospels. He says that the father and I are one. So they know each other very well. So what are they talking about? What are you talking about Jesus with your father? And we know what he is talking to God about, to his father about. He's, he's talking about the man that he's going to choose as his closest collaborators. But then it, it is something that helps us also to think of what do we talk about with our friends? What do you talk about with your friends? And I think we, we can talk about anything and everything because they are friends. They know us. We know them. And maybe not like with an acquaintance, someone we just met, maybe it's the first time or we don't know each other very well, then one would be a bit more cautious. We don't know what to share. But then with friends, we talk about anything. And in fact, they are usually the first people to get to know, times even before our own family members, because we know that they care about us. And at times, you know, we don't even want them to give us advice. We just want them to listen. They're there to listen to us. That's what God is doing now. He's listening to us. He's listening to you. He's listening to me. And so he wants to tell us something also, because that also happens in friendship. We don't always just talk. We also listen. We listen to our friends. And this is what Jesus is talking to his father about, because then later on, we are told that then he came down and he appointed those 12. So those men who are going to be his closest collaborators, that was the content, if you want to put it that way, the content of his prayer, the topic of his prayer. Times in these 10 minutes with Jesus, at times we speak of a topic because we want to speak to God about it and we want him to help us. Like we are doing now, we are asking Jesus to help us, to show us, to enlighten us on the things he wants us to know. So what is the topic of his prayer? The topic of his prayer is those men whom he calls the apostles, those very close collaborators. That's what he's talking to his father about. So Jesus, what are you talking to your father about? Those men. Why was it so important to talk to your father about those men? Well, we know that those men were going to be the ones who would continue his work here on earth. So it's like a chairman of a company who, who chooses the directors of the board, he wants to know who those men are and, and what they are going to do because he, he wants the legacy to continue. If you are in such a position, 
I'm sure you would probably look for men and women who are competent, have a good understanding of the business. Then, so Jesus, why did you choose those men? Suddenly it doesn't look like it was because of their qualities. Just maybe two of them seem to have like the, the competence, but the others didn't seem to have the qualities. Well, because it was just the other way around. Jesus chooses those men and he gives them the qualities they need. That's what he does with us. He gives us the qualities we need. He, he's the one who has given us the gifts we have. And so he, he makes us ready for whatever he has kept in store for us. And, and, and that's what you do, Jesus. You look up for us and you want to give meaning to our lives. If you have created us, you also want to give meaning to our lives. You want to tell us why you created us, why we are here on earth. I think that is something that we all look for. We all want to live a purposeful life. But at times we have no idea what we are supposed to do, or where to begin. And so we just carry on with what we are doing. And other times we think we are sure, we know what we want in life and, and we're going for it. But we need to stop and ask Jesus, is, is this the kind of life you want me to lead? Does it make sense to you? Does it make sense to anyone? Is this useful? Because certainly I don't think there's anyone who wants to waste this time. We, we want to do useful things for the others. This is what happened to Stan Lee. Thank you, you remember the creator of, of Marvel who passed away last year. He said that when he was starting out, he, he, he almost, you know, he felt like he was just wasting his time because at that time, the professions that were needed were you know, like more serious professions, doctors, teachers, those, those, those were the professions that were needed at that time, in the period of the post-war. And all he did was to make people laugh. And uh, only later on did he realize that he was doing a great job. He was helping people rest. He was helping them to just forget about all the problems they were going through. And then he, he made them laugh. And now it has become well, part of our generation, what, what he did. And times we can, might be doing something that might look like, you know, we just, what am I really doing? What am I contributing for the good of the others? We, we all like also to leave a mark and Maybe we would like people to remember us for having done something. But it's not just with that mentality of, of, of a superhero. We, we just want to do things that are useful, at least to us, to the people around us. And for that, we need to turn to the one who helps us see what we are supposed to do. Ask him. Ask Jesus now. Because he answers us. Jesus, what, what do you want me to do? or what's the meaning of all this? And, and he listens to us. And that's, that's, I think, is the meaning of Jesus spending the whole night in prayer. We don't have to spend the whole night in prayer, but suddenly we have to spend a lot of time asking him if we are to discover the meaning in our lives. We have to spend a lot of time asking him, is this what you want me to do? Or how do you want me to carry it out? And then he shows us, and that is the beauty of it. Jesus always answers us. That is the beauty of prayer. 
He always listens to us. Jesus, you always listen to us. And you show us. You, you answer all our questions. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into practice. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 15 past the hour, we'll begin the liturgical day next. This is Daybreak. It's Tuesday of the 23rd week in Ordinary Time, September 7, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin our day of prayer joining with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim, proclaim your praise. praise. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord.
Let God arise. Let his enemies flee before him. Let God arise. Let Let his enemies flee before him. Let God arise. Let his foes be scattered. Let those who hate him flee before him. As smoke is blown away, so will they be blown away. Like wax that melts before the fire, so shall the wicked perish at the presence of God. But the just shall rejoice at the presence of God. They shall exalt and dance for joy. O sing to the Lord, make music to his name. Make a highway for him who rides on the clouds. Rejoice in the Lord, exalt at his presence. Father of the orphan, defender of the widow, such is God in his holy place. God gives the lonely a home to live in. He leads the prisoners forth into freedom, but rebels must dwell in a parched land. When you went forth, O God, at the head of your people, when you marched across the desert, the earth trembled. The heavens melted at the presence of God, at the presence of God, Israel's God. You poured down, O God, a generous rain. When your people were starved, you gave them new life. It was there that your people found a home, prepared in your goodness, O God, for the poor. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let God arise. Let Let his enemies flee before him. Our God is a saving God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. Our Our God God is a saving God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. The Lord gives the word to the bearers of good tidings. The Almighty has defeated a numberless army, and kings and armies are in flight, in flight, while you were at rest among the sheepholds. At home, the women already share the spoil. They are covered with silver as the wings of a dove, its feathers brilliant with shining gold, and jewels flashing like snow on Mount Zalman. The mountains of Bashan are mighty mountains. High-ridged mountains are the mountains of Bashan. Why look with envy, you high-ridged mountains, at the mountain where God has chosen to dwell? It is there that the Lord shall dwell forever. The chariots of God are thousands upon thousands. The Lord has come from Sinai to the holy place. You have gone up on high. You have taken captives, receiving men in tribute, O God, even those who rebel into your dwelling, O Lord. May the Lord be blessed day after day. He bears our burdens, God our Savior. This God of ours is a God who saves. The Lord our God holds the keys of death, and God will smite the head of his foes, the crown of those who persist in their sins. The Lord said, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depth of the sea. Then your feet will tread in their blood, and the tongues of your dogs take their share of the foe. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our God is a saving God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. They see your solemn procession, O God, the procession of my God, of my King, to the sanctuary, the singers in the forefront, the musicians coming last, between them maidens sounding their timbrels. In festive gatherings, bless the Lord. Bless God, O you who are Israel's sons. There is Benjamin, least of the tribes, at the head, Judah's princes, a mighty throng, Zebulon's princes, Naphtali's princes. Show forth, O God, show forth your might, your might, O God, which you have shown for us. For the sake of your temple, high in Jerusalem, may kings come to you, bringing their tribute. Threaten the wild beast that dwells in the reeds, the bands of the mighty and lords of the peoples. Let them bow down, offering silver. Scatter the peoples who delight in war. Princes will make their way from Egypt. Ethiopia will stretch out her hands to God. Kingdoms of the earth sing to God. Praise the Lord who rides on the heavens, the ancient heavens. He thunders his voice, his mighty voice. Come, acknowledge the power of God. His glory is on Israel. His might is in the skies. God is to be feared in his holy place. He is the Lord, Israel's God. He gives strength and power to his people. Blessed be God. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, King of the universe, you have given us joy in your holy meal. Help us to understand the significance of your death and to acknowledge you as the conqueror of death seated at the right hand of the Father. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. I will listen to what the Lord God is saying. He tells of peace for his people. From the beginning of the book of the prophet Habakkuk. The oracle which Habakkuk the prophet received in vision. How long, O Lord, I cry for help, but you do not listen. I cry out to you violence, but you do not intervene. Why do you let me see ruin? Why must I look at misery? Destruction and violence are all before me. There is strife and clamorous discord. This is why the law is benumbed, and judgment is never rendered, because the wicked circumvent the just. This is why judgment comes forth perverted. Look over the nations and see and be utterly amazed. 
for a work is being done in your days that you would not have believed were it told. For see, I am rising up Chaldea, that bitter and unruly people that marches the breadth of the land to take dwellings not his own. Terrible and dreadful is he. From himself derive his law and his majesty. Swifter than leopards are his horses, and keener than wolves at evening. His horses prance, his horsemen come from afar. They fly like the eagle hastening to devour, each comes for the rapin. Their command on set is that of a storm wind that heaps up captives like sand. He scoffs at kings, and princes are his laughingstock. He laughs at fortress, at any fortress, heaps up a ramp and conquers it. Then he veers like the wind and is gone, this culprit who makes his own strength his God. Are you not from eternity, O Lord, my holy God, immortal? O Lord, you have marked him for judgment. O rock, you have readied him for punishment. Too pure are your eyes to look upon evil, and the sight of misery you cannot endure. Why, then, do you gaze on the faithless in silence while the wicked man devours one more just than himself? You have made men like the fish of the sea, like creeping things without a ruler. He brings them up with his hook. He hauls them away with his net. He gathers them in his seine. And so he rejoices and exalts. Therefore he sacrifices to his net and burns incense to his seine. For thanks to them, his portion is generous and his repast sumptuous. Shall he then keep on brandishing his sword to slay peoples without mercy? I will stand at my guard post and station myself upon the rampart and keep watch to see what he will say to me and what answer he will give to my complaint. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write down the vision clearly upon the tablets so that one can read it readily. For the vision still has its time, presses on to fulfillment, and will not disappoint. If it delays, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not be late. The rash man has no integrity, but the just man, because of his faith, shall live. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. A little while longer, a very little while, and the promised one will come. He will not delay. My, My just, just one will, will live by faith. We are not people who shrink back and are lost. We live by faith that we might be saved. My, My just one will live by faith. A reading from a sermon by St. Bernard, Abbot. 
We read in the Gospel that when the Lord was teaching his disciples and urged them to share in his passion by the mystery of eating his body, some said, This is a hard saying. And from that time, they no longer followed him. When he asked the disciples whether they also wished to go away, they replied, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. I assure you, my brothers, that even to this day it is clear to some that the words which Jesus speaks are spirit and life, and for this reason they follow him. To others, these words seem hard, and so they look elsewhere for some pathetic consolation. Yet wisdom cries out in the streets, in the broad and spacious way that leads to death, to call back those who take this path. Finally, he says, For forty years I have been close to this generation, and I said, They have always been faint-hearted. You also read in another psalm, God has spoken once. Once indeed, because forever. His is a single, uninterrupted utterance, because it is continuous and unending. He calls upon sinners to return to their true spirit and rebukes them when their hearts have gone astray. For it is in the true heart that he dwells, and there he speaks, fulfilling what he taught through the prophet, speak to the heart of Jerusalem. You see, my brothers, how the prophet admonishes us for our advantage? If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. You can read almost the same words in the gospel and in the prophet. For in the gospel the Lord says, My sheep hear my voice. And in the psalm, blessed David says, You are his people, meaning, of course, the Lord's and the sheep of his pasture. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Hear also the prophet Habakkuk. Far from hiding the Lord's reprimands, he dwells on them with attentive and anxious care. He says, I will stand upon my watchtower and take up my post on the ramparts, keeping watch to see what he will say to me and what answer I will make to those who try to confute me. I beg you, my brothers, Stand upon our watchtower, for now is the time for battle. Let all our dealings be in the heart, where Christ dwells, in right judgment and wise counsel, but in such a way as to place no confidence in those dealings, nor rely upon our fragile defenses. The laws of the Lord are all before me, and I have not failed to keep his statutes. The The decrees decrees of of the Lord are are upright, upright, and bring joy to the heart. The precepts of the Lord are clear, and enlighten the eyes. The love of God reaches perfection in those who are obedient to His word. The decrees of the Lord are upright, and bring joy to the heart. The precepts of the Lord are clear, and enlighten the eyes. God our Father, You redeem us and make us Your children in Christ. Look upon us, give us true freedom, and bring us to the inheritance you promised. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app.
Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Tuesday of the 23rd week in Ordinary Time, September 7th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible. Note, after a night of prayer, Jesus calls the twelve. It's from the sixth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. In these days, he went out to the mountain to pray, and all night he continued in prayer to God. When it was day, he called his disciples and chose from them twelve, whom he named Apostles, Simon, whom he named Peter, and Andrew his brother, James and John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, Simon who is called the Zealot, Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. And he came down with them and stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, who came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. All the crowd sought to touch him, for power came forth from him and healed them all. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. It's really quite a comfort to know that Jesus Christ is always praying to the Father for us. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. We read in the Gospel that Christ went up to the hills to pray, and all night he continued in prayer to God. On the following day he chose the twelve apostles. It is the prayer of Christ for the incipient church. In many places in the Gospels we are shown Christ united with his heavenly Father in an intimate and confident prayer. It is fitting, too, that Jesus, perfect God and perfect man, should pray in order to give us an example of a prayer that is humble, confident, and persevering, since he commanded us to pray always without losing heart, without allowing ourselves to be overcome by tiredness, in the same way that one breathes unceasingly. Jesus made petitions to his Father, and his prayer was always heard. His disciples knew well how powerful was the prayer of the Lord. After the death of Lazarus, his sister Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. When Lazarus rose from the dead, Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and said, Father, I thank you because you have heard me. I know that you always hear me. Before his passion, he prayed for Peter. Simon, Simon, he warned him. Satan demanded to have you that he might sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brethren. And Peter turned back again after his fall. In the same way he had prayed for the apostles and for all the Christian faithful at the Last Supper, 
I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. Sanctify them in the truth. Jesus knows the discouragement into which his disciples will fall a few hours later, but his prayer will sustain them. It will obtain for them the strength to be faithful even to the point of giving their lives for the Master. In this priestly prayer of the Last Supper, our Lord beseeches his Father for all those who are to believe in him throughout the centuries. The Lord prayed for us, and his grace will never fail us. The living Christ continues loving us even until now, this very day, and he presents to us his heart as the source of our redemption. In every moment, all the world, including ourselves, is enveloped in the love of this heart, which has loved men so much and to which they have responded so little. For our own part, let us try to correspond better. From heaven, Jesus Christ, seated at the right hand of the Father, intercedes for us who are members of his church, and he remains always our advocate and our mediator. St. Ambrose reminds us that Jesus always pleads our cause before his Father and that his prayer cannot be refused. He asks his Father that the merits he acquired during his earthly life be continuously applied to us. What a joy to think that Christ always lives to make intercession for us. This is so that our prayers and our work can be united to his prayer and together with it assume an infinite value. On occasion, our prayer lacks the humility, the trust, and the perseverance it needs. Then we bolster it with the prayer of Christ. We ask him to inspire us to pray as we ought, according to the divine intention, to make our prayer spring forth from our hearts and to present it to his Father so that we may be one with him for all eternity. Even further, we make our entire life an offering intimately united to that of Jesus through his Blessed Mother. Holy Father, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you Jesus, your dearly beloved Son, and I offer myself in him, with him, and through him for all his intentions, and in the name of all creatures. This, our prayer, and all our actions, intimately united to those of Jesus, acquire a value that is infinite. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen minutes before the hour, let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Lord, you have blessed your land. You have forgiven the sins of your people. Lord, Lord you, you have blessed, blessed your land. You, you have, have forgiven the sins of your people. O Lord, you once favored your land and revived the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the guilt of your people and covered all their sins. You averted all your rage. You calmed the heat of your anger. Revive us now, God, our helper. Put an end to your grievance against us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will your anger never cease? Will you not restore again our life that your people may rejoice in you? 
Let us see, O Lord, your mercy, and give us your saving help. I will hear what the Lord God has to say, a voice that speaks of peace. Peace for his people and his friends and those who turn to him in their hearts. His help is near for those who fear him, and his glory will dwell in our land. Mercy and faithfulness have met. Justice and peace have embraced. Faithfulness shall spring from the earth and justice look down from the heavens. The Lord will make us prosper and our earth shall yield its fruit. Justice shall march before him and peace shall follow his steps. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Show us your mercy, Lord. Our misery is known to us. May no evil desires prevail over us, for your glory and love dwell in our hearts. Lord, Lord, you have have blessed our land. land. You You have have forgiven the sins of your your people. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks, I watch for your coming. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks, I watch for your coming. A strong city have we. He sets up walls and ramparts to protect us. Open up the gates to let in a nation that is just, one that keeps faith. A nation of firm purpose you keep in peace, in peace for its trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is an eternal rock. The way of the just is smooth. The path of the just you make level. Yes, for your way and your judgments, O Lord, We look to you. Your name and your title are the desire of our souls. My soul yearns for you in the night. Yes, my spirit within me keeps vigil for you. When your judgment dawns on the earth, the world's inhabitants learn justice. O Lord, you mete out peace to us. For it is you who have accomplished all we have done. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, it is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My soul soul has yearned for you you in the night, and and as as morning breaks, I watch watch for your your coming. coming. Lord, let the light of your face shine upon us. Lord, Lord, let let the light light of of your your face shine shine upon us. us. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Let the peoples praise you, O God. 
Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness, you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is now, is now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Be gracious and bless us, Lord, and let your face shed its light on us, so that we can make you known with reverence and bring forth a harvest of justice. Lord, let, let the, the light of your face shine upon us. A reading from 1 John. We have seen for ourselves and can testify that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. When anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in him and he in God. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. My God stands by me, all my trust is in Him. My, my God, God stands by me, all my trust is in Him. I find refuge in Him, and I am truly free. All, all my, my trust, trust is, is in Him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. My God stands by me, all my trust is in Him. God has raised up for us a mighty Savior, as he promised through the words of his holy prophets. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old, that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight. All the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. God has raised up for us a mighty Savior, as he promised through the words of his holy prophets. Lord Jesus, by your blood you have purchased for yourself a new people. We adore you and beseech you. Remember, Remember your, your people, people, Lord. Our King and our Redeemer, hear the praises of your church at the beginning of this day. Teach her to glorify your majesty without ceasing. Remember, Remember your, your people, people, Lord. You are our hope and our strength. In you we trust. May we never despair. Remember, Remember your people, Lord. Look kindly upon our weakness and hasten to our aid. For without you we can do nothing. Remember, Remember your people, Lord. Remember the poor and the afflicted. Do not let this day be a burden to them. But a consolation and a joy. Remember, Remember your people, Lord. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as, as we, we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Father, yours is the beauty of creation and the good things you have given us. Help us to begin this day joyfully in your name and to spend it in a loving service of you and our fellow man. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Time to go out and share the good news. Morning Air is coming up next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. You go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.